like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, savage. I like to keep it real simple. So here we are, the third episode together. Third episode. It's crazy. This is crazy. It's awesome. So this is the first time like you're not in person with me doing the episode. I know. It's kind of sad. But I'm glad I get to see you. I'm glad it's not like over the phone. True. But I'd much rather be sitting there beside you though or across mm. the way from you. Either way. Either way. So this could potentially be our first long stint of not seeing each other. Yeah. Just depending yeah. on whether or not we can make things work for tomorrow. Like, yeah, insert sad crying face emoji. Yeah, it could be. Like, what it could be nine. It could be nine days. Yeah. Eight days, nine yeah. days. Something like that. I don't know. Which is, yeah. It's going to be a gonna be lot. Today's 30 days, though. Today's, today's like 30 yeah, it's days, like a month. though. Yeah. It's look at, like a look month. at that. Look at that. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> and in these 30 days, it's been an amazing ride, but as true to like savage form, I wanted to make sure that we kind of talk about some of the hard things too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we kind of left off where I like to put walls up <laughs> or basically I've tried everything to be like, nope, nope. I don't know. Is this my person? Like, even like before we really were like, yes, this is definitely it. A lot of people have come in and they're like, you've given me hope. And how did you do it? It wasn't easy. Like before that whole week before he came up, I'm like, no, no, he can't be this nice or no, he can't be this or he can't be that. Like I, I just kept doubting it. And there's just something in me. And I think that comes from just years of being with the wrong people. Right. Being with the wrong people, them telling you the right things. And then a couple months later, it's like, this is who they really are. Or, and I know this, I don't want to freak anyone out about this, but 
you know, in, in some cases for me, it was years later. And then I had to take a step back and I'm like, wow, did I not, how did I not see those flags? Like, did I have horse blinders on and there's flags all to the right and left of me? And I just, I, just, I wasn't paying attention. Maybe. Was Red I colorblind? Was I thinking that like those were green flags, but they were really like, what was going on? So it was hard for me in the beginning to be like, okay, this guy is this, this guy is that. He's a hundred percent. He's exactly what it is. But once I told myself like, okay, you have to stay true to you. Would you want him to do the same thing to you? And my answer was no. So, right. you know, there were a few days where I was like, okay, wait, is this guy really legit? And I immediately got it out of my head because I thought I'm not the same person in with him that I am with, you know, Joe Schmo. Like we're not, it's not the same. It's not the same connection. It's not the same thing. Not that I'm like yeah. disrespectful or anything like that, but I didn't want to put you in that same category. So every time a wall went up, I'm like, okay, but wait a minute. He hasn't shown me that he is this, this, and this. He's shown well, me this. I think the walls, the walls go up immediately mm-hmm. and it's easier to put them up than it is to tear them down or to take them down, maybe not tear them down, but you wouldn't, like I said, people don't want the same thing done to them. You know what right. I mean? And that was my, that was my, every time I would try to put a wall up or every time I would try and find something, it's like, wait a second, hold on, hold on. He could do the same for you. He could say, well, she had this or or this happened or that happened. What was the reasoning for that happening? It wasn't necessarily her or it wasn't this one. So I was like, you know what? Nope. If I'm going to go all in with this relationship, I'm going to put every wall down I possibly can. And I've done really well with it (laughs) for the most part. I mean, there are times which I I tell you straight up, like, hey, I feel myself putting a wall up and you're like, okay, what is it? Or how can I how can I help this? Like, what's going on? And you've just been very attentive of hey, this is the wall. This is how I'm feeling. And you have either reassured me with words, but more importantly, more with actions. So, you know, that's helped a ton. And people keep saying, well, how did you do this? How did you do this? One, being self-aware, understanding that I'm putting these walls up and I know it's not fair to you. And if I keep doing it, I'm going to sabotage and self-sabotage, right? Sabotage the relationship, but self-sabotage because- whether it's I don't think I deserve it or what's been shown to me in the past makes me think that I don't or whatever that might be. Doing the therapy, doing all those things, I take that step back and I'm like, wait a minute. I know what I have. I know what kind of love I have for someone else that I can give to them. Yeah. Why am I feeling like I don't deserve this or I shouldn't do this or whatever? And I think it goes back to... Like it's probably a trauma response, right? The easier sure. to just put the wall up, the easier to just go do my own thing, the easier to focus on my son and my and my career. The the easier for me, right? Less hurt, less risk, yeah. less hurt. Um, you know, I mean, every time, right? The minute I put you on my page, even as a no one knows you yet, I had anxiety. Like, oh my gosh, okay, here we go. But that's okay. I still can kind of like skirt around if things don't happen. I can just. Never talk about it again. But then right. when legit, I put you on my page, I was like, okay, here's a whole nother level of anxiety. Like there's no going back. Like I'm right. telling the world this 
And those things were huge for me because I knew that once you once you were there, once things were out, it was real, real. Like it was real what we felt for each other. Sure. But now it's like <laughs> realness magnified by a bazillion. Right. Um, well, and a lot yeah. of people don't realize the amount of conversations that we've had leading you up to that point, leading me up to that point. I mean, like you said, posting that stuff. Like I have, we, you and I have done videos before together. Mm-hmm. People are like, please tell us this is more than just a collab. Like, so right. we could- And it was, it wasn't. Like it was, yeah, right, right, right. It was just, it was just that. And, um, you know, like the amount of conversations that we had about walls and about trauma. I mean, you said it, that's, you know, that's the thing that, that, you know, I'll, pushes us us to a defense mechanism in every situation going forward because we know what has happened to us in the past. And it's I think it's easier said than done. What you said is not it's not fair to you. It's not fair to me. Mm-hmm. But I think that's difficult for people to do because the like you the easier thing to do would go, ah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. So And that's yeah, what I've done for Four plus years, it's been the minute I see a flag that even resembles any of the other ones that I remembered in the past I didn't like. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm out. I'm gone. And I'm the type of person, which this is kind of scary, I guess, but I am definitely the type of person that when I'm done, I'm done. I can close that book. I can move on. Does it hurt a little bit? Of course it hurts a little bit. But my petty ass is not talking to you. My petty ass is not communicating with you. You, You're 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 dead to me right like i learned that already i learned that already about you with the axolotos like you know (laughs) i i I learned that you know not that i didn't know you were petty and i don't know you know pet you could call yourself petty i'm not going to call you petty or people can call themselves petty whatever but i learned that not that you were you were done for that moment and i think that again leading to this conversation where we are it's just about communication. It's like he hurt my kid. You know, yes, right. it was good. I was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then I was the worst thing in the world. But it was about communication. It's like, hey, I know what you did. I know why you did it. Yes, you hurt me. Yes, you hurt Coco. Yes, you did all those things. But let's do this going forward. Right. So even you being, you know, putting the walls up or you know trauma response, whatever, however, whatever wordage that people want to put through their why they don't get into relationships could be romantic, could be family, could be friends, could be whatever. It's just that trauma that it throws us back there going, he's going to do this again. She's going to do this and it's going to be done to me again. And it's easier to just kind of skirt away from that than it is to go, hold on a second. This isn't him. Right. And I'm all in. But, and I do feel like I've done a good job of not comparing you to other people. Like I don't come at you and be like, you're acting just like this or you're doing just like that or whatever. Like I've told you from the beginning, like you are you. I think it's just, it's not necessarily, oh, he reminds me of this person. It is just, I have these flags that go up like, okay, green means go and red is no. This is something that you don't like. And you look at those things and you're like, okay, can I, can I deal with this? Can I deal with that? Like, you're not going to love every little last detail, right? There's going to be things that you're going to be like, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm saying that for the masses because no, right, I, listen, I right now I can't think of anything that I'm like, oh no, like that is a red flag for me. But when you, when you look at those things, you're like, okay, red, green, red, green, whatever. 
when a red flag goes up, I look at it and I'm like, okay, is that a red flag of, oh my God, I can't do this. Oh my God, I could never do this. Or is that a red flag of you saying, oh, I don't like his socks. I I don't like, I don't like that he wears these types of socks. Like, is that... Why does nobody talk about yellow flag? Like, well, I think that that's it. I think that's it. I think it's just red or green. No, I think that that's what I'm talking about is like you have that red flag, right? Of, oh my God, that's a big fat no. But you also say you have the red flag of something so small, like, well, I don't like that he wears high, not that you do, but I don't like the way he wears high socks. Right. Like that's so petty and that's so dumb. And that's not really a red flag. That's not right. even a yellow. Well, I guess that's not even a yellow flag. That is a you're trying to find res- something. Trauma response. You're trying to find something. You're yes. like, oh, you, you ought to re- as something as small as that. It should be a yellow flag of saying, warning, warning. It's not really a flag. You are trying to find something like and that is what my friends would tell me. They're like, Heather, you have nice guys asking you out. You have this. You have that. You find the smallest thing and it's a no. And I'm like. You guys might think it's a really small thing, and maybe I did, but when I would see the big things of, nope, I can see this is leading down a path, and it all comes down to, it led down a path, like for me, when I look at that flag, it led down a path of, that could potentially be hurtful to me. So I think that's what it comes down to for a person who is independent, a person who wants their true person. And I I was like dead set of, I am holding out until I find someone that can check all of my boxes, that can check all of these boxes. And until that person comes along, I'm going to see like all these red flags or whatever it is. And I'm going to push them away. And that's, that is what I did. And but you're on a certain, and I think what you're saying, you're, Hey, Josh, you're and you would tell again, communication up, up front. Well, ours is off there. the charts. So Our communication is amazing. Communication yeah. Yeah. On everything. But you still, and me still too, but more what you're what we're talking about with you checking off boxes, even though I was checking off boxes, you're like, okay, in boxes that you didn't even know you had, mm-hmm. all those things, you still, because of trauma, whatever, are still like, okay, there's a wall up for this thing, even though the box yep. are checked. So I think for people to realize that even though a, this person is checking boxes and you start to put a wall up, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you do have to figure out, okay, why am I putting this up when right. all of this is going, is it that red flag or is it that yellow flag or is it even a flag at all? Or are you just trying to make something up if all these other things are happening? So a- a- as self-aware as- is the biggest, is the biggest Dude. key. Like Dude. if you can't realize one, someone's checking your boxes off or two, yep. you have walls, or three, that you're continuing to put up walls. If you can't yeah. like recognize those things, you are sabotaging it from the beginning, and it's not fair. And if, if you're like, well, no guy ever, like, no guy this, no guy that, you might, and I know it's not a popular opinion, but if Ooh. you literally are dogging every single male out there, you might want to look at yourself a little bit and say, why am I doing that? Because I don't yeah. care. Not every single guy is the same. Right. That would be saying every single girl is exactly the same. And if you've never thought of it that way, take a step back, rehear what I said. Not every single one of us girls is the exact same. Like when you were in that past relationship and I was like, dude, what the like, stop. This makes no sense. Like I was exactly those words, too. I yeah, I was pissed. I was like, why would you let someone act like that? And in my head, it, like, we are still just super cool friends. I'm like, I would never do that. 
So for someone to tell me that I would be similar to her, I would be mad because I'm like, I'm nothing like that. I would, yeah. I'm nothing like that. So I see why guys get jaded. I see why girls get jaded of not all men are the same. You know, that whole phrase that gets thrown out there, all men are the same. Yes, no, I understand not- there's certain things that, you know, whatever. But you're not, like, you don't go, <laughs> I love you, but being handy is not your first, like, getting dirty, getting your hands dirty is not, Lies. like. Lies. <laughs> this is lies. Listen. Everybody that's listening that's ever saw anything, they know I'm handy. No, look, by you're... handy, <laughs> I mean I can grab this pen and grab my checkbook, those of you that still write checks, and I can write a check or I can Apple pay you. No, handy's not my thing. But people would say, well, all guys have to do is they're all, that's, it's just not how it is. So I, I think people need to take that step back and realize, yeah. what are you doing? And, and we're still working through, like the other day when, when you left, you were here, you know, the six days, or whatever. And then you left, I was like, in my head, I'm like, okay, here comes a wall because this will be the first time, like we're going to be apart longer than a couple of days. And yeah. I was like, okay. I've been in a long distance relationship before and I didn't like the way that it made me feel when I couldn't see that person, right? And I didn't even like that person as much as I like you. So in my head, instantly I was like, here we go. This is hurtful. I don't want to do this. This is going to hurt my heart. And instantly this wall went up of, you know what? Back to what it was. It it just back to what it was. I don't want to be hurt again. And then you ended up coming up because you knew that, I just, I needed that. And that was so sweet. So you left yesterday, which seems like an eternity, right? I know. It's really weird. It does seem like a really long time. Even though we FaceTimed and we spoke the majority, after I got my work done, the majority of the time that you were traveling, um, it seems like a lifetime. That's the the thing too. I mean, you talk about communication being where it is, you know, with us. Like we just, and we talked about last night, like, Mm-hmm. I literally just, we spent six days together, five nights, six days together and get on the road and you get some stuff done. I got some stuff done, but we literally talked the entire drive in between, you know, service in and out in West Virginia, <laughs> Ohio, but right. you know, and communication is key, but I want to go back what you said about being self-aware and being, you know, if you're talking about, Hey, every girl's the same, this mm-hmm. is too much. Every guy's the same. And the whole therapy thing, like, if you're not comfortable and love yourself, trust yourself, um, like being around yourself alone, right? how in the world do you think you're going to be able to love someone else, be around someone else, trust someone else? You have to, it, it, it all comes from within. You have to start looking within for all of those things. And I think that too many people try what you said is, is like oh that, that next next right well they 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 didn't check off any of my boxes or their their flags were all red it's not me it's them you've got to turn around and look at yourself at some point if you've dated I don't know what the number is right like if you've dated this many people and you're like man I just cannot find the right one maybe the right one is looking you in the mirror and you need to figure that out first and I say that with as much because I obviously I've had to do that same thing. Self-reflection, self-aware, but again, not every woman is the same. Not every man is the same. And I think being picky is great. I think being picky is great because you want to choose the right person. Because look what you found. (laughs) 
Yes. But more importantly, yes, it's look true. what I found. <laughs> I do think it's important though, right? Because yeah. if you if you just go out and be like, okay, well, anyone can be my right person. I mean, that's not good either. It's it's that happy mix of making sure you know what you want and you're not going to settle for it. But if you are finding people and they do check a decent amount of your boxes yeah. and then all of a sudden you start putting these walls up so they can't check any more boxes, that's not necessarily on them. Yeah. Right? That's that's or not being, on them. Being picky or being selective. I like picky. Some people are like, I don't like the word picky. But I think it is. Picky and selective, same thing. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with keeping those the standards there and not moving, you know, right. not moving that, that line. Um, because if you don't have those standards, then I think you're letting anyone in. And then that means you're setting yourself up for heartbreak again. Yeah. So I think, eventually, like you said, three to four months, you're going to see yep. how people really are. Unless you, again, we're that example of, we over, I say overly communicated. It sounds like a negative, but it's not. We communicate about everything. Mm -hmm. Very open and honest from the jump. Very transparent from the jump. Very communicative. Hard conversations from the jump. Hard, hard conversations from the jump. Yeah. Which people would be like, oh my God, like, why would you even say that? Well, because I don't want any surprises. So here is, here is what, here's what you need to know, you know, about me. And then the further I feel like that we knew we were like, you know, each other's person or whatever. It was kind of like, okay, here's more. And I would rather have this on the table now and have, you know, everything now versus three months down the road. And then you're like, Ooh, that one's kind of going to be a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Right. But I think, yeah, we said that before, like just with conversations that people should have before you jump in, right? Like, and right. obviously the conversations with us and where those conversations are because of what we do are different. But we've had some conversations that I guarantee you half the married people or long-term dating people have never had those conversations because it's not on the thought process. And it's liberating. It's liberating. Correct. Because Correct. being able to put those things out on the table and say, okay, listen, I really like you and I can tell you really like me and we're now at a point a year in, right, that we've known each other and, and we have that yeah. mutual respect and and we're in the thick of it. Like, okay, this is what you need to know about me that if you find out six years from now, I, I want to make sure you're okay with it. I want to make sure, you know, and it was vice versa. So I think that's really, really helped is one, doing the therapy, two, being self-aware, three, knowing when I'm putting those walls up. I've never been able to do that before in a relationship. I've never been able to say, you know what? Hey, Josh, be patient with me. There's a wall going up. And now it I don't even have to say that to him. Now it's almost either the pause that I have or maybe whatever I'm leading into on that sentence. It's the length of the pause. (laughs) He's just like, babe, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Or what's up? And that's my thing is that, you know, putting the wall up. Like my job, my job and, and your job, but my job is to do things so well or do the things that you deserve so where the walls don't go up. I think where people get lost in that is that, you know, the wall that you're going to have walls are going to come up. You're going to put a wall up somewhere sometime. 
Um, but is it a wall because of past trauma? Is it a is it a wall because you're scared? Is it a wall that you're like, I'm just gonna put this up or whatever? And I I don't I say I don't play with that, but I tell you, I'm like, babe, we're not doing that today because I can see it and feel it. It's like, hey, is it something that's already you know? Is it something that's already water under the bridge? Is it something that we've already crossed and that you're going back there and going, okay, this is here? Like, no, we're not doing that. We're past that. I'm past that. If you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. But don't put the wall up because that's a lot of talking to do. That's a lot of this to do. And we do we need to do that? So, right. But it's not dismissive. So I want people no. to understand that. Like, no. the, the good thing is when I communicate that to him, it's not, oh my God, we've already discussed this. It is not that no. way at all. It is just like, he's like, babe, we're not doing that. And it's funny because then I start laughing because he knows when I'm, when I get ready to start saying something, he just knows. And him saying that to me, it's basically like, it doesn't even matter what you're going to say. Like, we're going to figure it out. We're going to work through it. Like, I'm going to be patient with you. I'm going to do those things. So I think it's also important to find someone that not only communicates to you with you, but listens to you because you are a good listener. And I know you're a good listener because you're able to put those things in conversations later or you're able to get me right when I need you to get me. So find someone you can communicate with, find someone that is not going to be dismissive with it. That's going to say, okay, you know what? Let's talk about it. If you need to talk about it, because we've, we've had conversations. When I put that wall up, you're like, okay, well, why do you think this way or what's going on here? And then you're like, have I shown you that? Or, you know, what do you think? So yeah, you do talk yeah. to me when I need it. Defi yeah. Definitely. When it's not, like you said, I'm glad you clarified that. Because it's not dismissive. When I no. say, babe, babe, we're not going to do this. Right. Like, we don't need, it's more like, hey, we've, like, let's let's talk about it. Or, like, we've already gone through this thing. Let's kind of attack it from a different you know, a different yeah. perspective. Or, or I think that's very important because being dismissive about it and being like, we're not doing that is different than nah. you fluttering your eyes at me and smiling and be like, babe, we're not doing that. You know, totally, totally different. But I, I think but that. I can tell too. But you, I can tell like with your, you know, that your look, like there's, I don't know, 1.6 million of those looks that you have. And I love <laughs> each and every one of them. But that's my thing. Like if I can look at you and I'm like, what? And it's like a like a nurturing like all right what what like because I can see it right and when I can start to see that that happens and I honestly think, it's not a what it's like baby what that's what uh, he says yeah, <laughs> that's like, honestly what, what he says he's like what are we what, baby? what now no it's like babe like what what yeah like, what's the look for or I can see it in your eyes but I think a lot of people miss. I'm big on facial expressions. You obviously wear your heart on your sleeve. You wear your emotions on your face just like I do. So I'm big with that. And I think a lot of people miss the, that communication from their who they're with. Mm -hmm. And they miss because it's like, okay, well, I can see they're irritated, but I'm not saying nothing. I don't want to jump in that and on board that. And I'm like, right. babe, like, what's going on? Or why are you so excited? Or why are you so, like... I think a lot of people miss that in relationships. They miss that this, it's a communication piece too. But you're very attentive as well. So mm. I, think th I think that's huge. It, you're it just really so is. pretty to look at. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you. Like I love, mm. I love all, I love all of that. Like I love to 
break those walls down. Like that's a, that's a thing for me, breaking them down or not allowing them to go back up. And I'm so stubborn though. So like him liking you are stubborn. It's almost like you're, you're, it's like brick laying, right? Like you're laying (laughs) this wall, but like, as you turn to like grab another brick in the mortar, like I'm grabbing one off at the same time. So sometimes I have to like grab two to your one. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's kind of where it is sometimes. And not just with us, obviously, but with other people, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm busy. Like, trying to knock this wall down. I'm doing the things that is expected of me from this person, but they're on the other end. Like maybe the communication is not there. So they're needing like the love languages, right? I'm trying to do this, but you really need this. You're building it up over here. And I'm just trying to like keep up. (laughs) And I wonder why I can't break this wall down because you're building it as fast as I'm trying to bust it down. Um, But we, I mean, I think that that's, I think yeah, we're doing a good job, the- though. But but the Thanks. key is making sure one, like you said, you're you're attentive. You're paying. You are paying attention. You are you're in all of it. It's not like you're off doing something else and then you come back like, oh wait, what what what? Who are you? What's going on? It's just it's totally different. I've never yeah. had that before, and I think there's so many. I've never. I want. I want. I want. I have this list in these boxes because I've never had them or I know and and make sure you guys are hearing me on this. I have it because I've either never had it and I know I wanted it or I did have it and I liked it. So it's not always about everyone did everything wrong. And that's what people need to also understand. Not everyone in your past did everything wrong. Like his exes, I'm sure they did some great things and I'm sure they did some bad things and I'm sure they did some amazing things. Like I'm not so naive to think Everything in the past was so bad for him, right? So same thing for me. There are some good things from my past that I know I loved, I wanted, I know I needed. And I feel like you shouldn't or if you're not able to find a good relationship or the relationship that you want, your dream relationship, I really think it has to do with you bringing baggage or luggage or whatever it is in thinking, well, they have to be this, this, and this, and nothing like this person. Well, you know what? Embrace that last person and say, here's my list. I hated that he or she did this. I loved that he or she did this. So take the positives of what you remember that you loved and spoke to your soul. It doesn't mean, hey, I need you to do exactly the same thing, but if you like someone sending you flowers, that's okay. Embrace that. Love that. If you hated someone, that's okay. Embrace that and, and don't like that and tell and communicate that. You know, tell your person that. So I think you create your list based on your your likes and your wants and your needs. Yeah. Right. There are Some things you need. You things you need. Some stuff that you don't even know you need until it. You know, a friend of mine said the, the same thing about you and I. Like it's going to. And, and, I, and for everyone, like regardless of what it is, a job, a relationship, you know, whatever, it's going to smack you yep. right in the face. And you and did. You, like you check boxes I did not know mm-hmm. that I needed. You've done things I didn't know I needed. So it was good for me yep. when when you were doing certain things or, you know, I would just be sitting there and I would just look at you like that was another box, and you're like, huh? And and it, basically, I was like, I didn't even know anything. But that you one. were that you were that 
communicative. Is that the word? Communi- you you communicate that so well. Like every time I would do something, and I didn't like I said, I didn't even know I was doing it. Like just going about my normal deal, like my right. daily or relationship wise, what I do, what like, and you would go, I like that. I'm like, huh? You're like, that's a box that I didn't know I needed that you're checking. Or hey, I I never had that, or whatever it was. You were very expressive on that I checked the box. So I made sure that I made a mental note that that was a box that I needed to, <laughs> right. to check. Well, but we're but, learning each other. Yeah. We're learning True. each other. And what better way to have someone go down that right path, right? Like, let's say there's something you were doing that it irritated the shit out of me. And I'm like, eventually I'm going to snap. Like six months in, I'm going to probably snap and be like, I hate that. Well, it's my approach too. you know, I'm not going to be like, uh, I don't like that. Stop doing that. That that was never, that's not been my approach. And you, you haven't really done anything that I'm like, if he does it again, I'm going to like throat punch him. But it's also on the flip side, right? Why can I not tell you I like those things? Is that a pride thing that I can't tell you that? Like, why am I going to have you literally like in the dark feeling around like what's going on? So right. if you're doing something, everyone, every, and everyone likes praise too, Right. Like you're doing something well or I really I really enjoy that about you or I like that about you. There's nothing wrong with saying those things because you're just growing together and figuring out, oh, this could be a really strong relationship or no. You know what? Maybe maybe this isn't. So it's like it's like at a job, too. If you're there and all you hear is what you're doing wrong, Mm -hmm. you don't know. You don't know what you're doing right at all. Relationships should be no different. Like, And why would you want to stay in that? Right. Why would you right. want to say that if someone is only telling you the negatives? True. But again, True. that is self-reflection. True. Right? You True. have to be able to step back. And, and there are people that are listening to us right now that are married or that are in relationships are like, oh my God, I can't stand this relationship anymore. I need to get out. Well, take a step back because you can only control yourself. Take a step right. back. Are you only telling them the negatives? Right. Are you Tell only your man saying- one time that you appreciate what he's doing you love what he's doing or you respect him for what he's doing or tell your woman for, for, Hey, you look beautiful today. Hey, let's like tell them that at some point that you, a positive thing in their life or, or do it daily and uh, see how that changes the, the gravity of your, of your relationship. Yes, I completely agree. I think that you, you need to make sure like you said earlier, that if it's all about the negative, right, like at a job, why would you stay in it? So I'm not saying that's an excuse for someone to get out, right? No. But if it is on it, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, as a woman, I did a video and it was, hey, we do everything for everybody else. And then when it comes around to us, like to be celebrated on our birthday or whatever, we get the short end of the stick. And it resonated with so many people. With so many people. And it's like for for me, for us, for that video, we do all of these things and we don't necessarily hear, hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, thank yeah. you. Hey, now it's time to celebrate you. All of those things. And it's like as a woman, you're giving everything out. Nothing's coming back in. You're not hearing the positives. You're not being celebrated. Why would you want to stay in that? You yeah. know, you're, you're why? Why? Yeah. And I think it works this like it works the same with I think men feel that too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I completely get that. Like as a mom, as a wife, I 
I get that. You you look at growing up like with my mom and like, you know, it's like Mother's Day, Father's Day. We, that's why Mother's Day is one of the most, um, it, you know, it's going out to eat. It's go, like gifts, all those things. It's one of those top holidays because women should be celebrated. Moms should be celebrated for the things that they do that don't get appreciated, not necessarily by the spouse in their life, the man in their life, but by the kids. But being a mom is tough. I've been one for three seconds. Just kidding. <laughs> I haven't been a mom, but I'm saying moms, have, they wear so, so many hats and are not are not appreciated for that. So I think women feel that for sure. And men do it on the other. And that's why I said, give that, give a compliment to your to your wife, a compliment to your stinking other. Tell her she looks beautiful. See what happens for the rest of that day right. with communication, with conversation, with whatever. And men and women do that for you, do that for your man too. Because one, you're probably going to blow his mind. Because for I don't I don't know maybe that not that you don't do that, but men just take that stuff differently. We're men are from Mars, right? I mean that's where we're from. So. Well, and we've said this from minute one, right? The communication between us, all of these things, we're like, we don't want this to stop. We don't want this no. to stop. Like, we both understand we need it. It's not just we want it, because we both want it, but we need it. So we keep saying, like, we don't want this. And we'll be in the middle of something, and we'll be like, we don't ever want this to stop. <laughs> There's a lot of those. <laughs> but we'll be like, okay, we don't want this to stop, or we don't want this to ever go away. So... Yeah, that's kind of communication is one of those things because that's the that's the catalyst. I think that's the foundation for, you know, relationships in general is how how can you communicate? How can you communicate the good, the bad, the ugly? How can you listen and how can you respond and not react? I think is a is a is a huge, huge thing that we have done from the jump, I think. So definitely. And on that note. That's the end of this episode, but you guys will hear another one. Yeah. Episode four next week. Coming soon. Coming soon. And we're out. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford. 
a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.